Welcome to the Simplify Jesus Podcast. We're your hosts, Matt Gunter and Bill Allen, and together we are breaking barriers through communication. Welcome into Season 3, Episode 2. So, um, last week we had a little bit of an angry open letter. Uh, don't judge me. Tr- <laughs> don't, don't judge us. That's, <laughs> that, that would You missed the entire point of the angry letter if you judge That's us. Right. But this season we're going to spend a little bit of time getting back to the basics and talk about some things that are misunderstood or misrepresented about the church and Christianity as a whole and really get down to what is our faith about and so this week we're going to talk about something i know we've talked about it before um, back in season one especially but what is the church Um, when we talk about the church there are a couple of different uh, meanings behind it that we want to dive into so the first one is what we normally think of as the church building so it's the building you see on the street corner. I heard a, a guy say that you, know, you drive around Texas and you have two things in every Texas town. You have a Baptist church and a Mexican restaurant. Um, <laughs> there, You can always find them there, right? So, so there's the physical building of the church. So in talking about the church, uh, there are a lot of different definitions out there. Um, you've got the church building that you, you know, the physical, the physical building that you see on the street corners. Let's go uh, to church. Yeah, let's let's go to church. <laughs> let's physically go to church. Yeah, um, we also talk about the body of believers, the group of people that go to church. We refer to ourselves as the church because Jesus referred it that way. Exactly. Yeah, that's how he referred to us. And also, um, the other writers in the New Testament uh, talked about how God loves His church and yeah. uh, Jesus loves the church. And then we have the the big C church, or what we call the big C church, the global church, which is kind of the, I guess, all the Christians everywhere is what we call the big C church. Now, would that be all the denominations, all the Christians, all the different, I mean, if it is a Christian church, then uh, mm-hmm. everything kind of blended together? Yeah, exactly. So uh, that that is everybody who has said, I put my faith in Jesus. They're part of the big C church. Gotcha. So, um, yeah. So, so The more you know. Yeah, the more you know. <laughs> So with, with these different, I guess, definitions of church, sometimes it gets a little confusing and toss turn. So we just want to dive into that a little bit today. Yeah. Um, when I always heard the word church, it was always, let's go to church. Um, it yep. wasn't until I started going to church that I actually thought of the people of the church as the church. And that was something, you know, that I just had to learn through, uh, you know, reading the Bible and hearing the, hearing the mm-hmm. scriptures on it. So, um, I, I, I was very interested to hear that definition of what the mm-hmm. church is. You know, some of my best friends are at the church that we go to. Some mm-hmm. of my best friends were at the other church that we went to. Of course, you know, I might consider you one of my best friends. But I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, our closest friends are at our at our church, and yeah. that's because we spend so much time together and we do so much, uh, so many different things together. Yeah. Um, and that, y'all, you know, that's the definition of being the church. Is is you know, loving on everybody and taking care of each other. And, mm-hmm. and, um, the church is in fact, just a building. If it's called the building, it's literally just a building. Right. People consider it a holy place, mm-hmm. but it's just a building that business gets done in and that people are preached to. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a sanctuary, right? It's a, it's a safe mm-hmm. space, but it's still just brick and mortar. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny how a lot of times we view the building that way. I can remember growing up, and I still see people do this and, and I don't, I don't fault anybody for feeling this way, but, but I remember we would, um, 
if we ever walked into the sanctuary, you you always took your hat off mm-hmm. if you were wearing one because yeah. it's 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 out of respect. And and I get that, and I'm I don't have anything against that. But there was this, you know, uh, uh, I guess a certain feel or a certain presence about the sanctuary that you, you got to respect that. Well, and, I'm going to go one further. And when I, and me growing up, it was any time you walked into a building. Mm. You take your head off. You, mm. you walk into somebody's house. You you walk uh, into a public building of any kind. Mm. Um, so that was just a, a respect thing, I think. Uh, in my yeah. in my generation, I feel so old. Um, <laughs> but it's a good one. We t- we talk about that often. I'm going to go back a second. I had mm-hmm. this I have this theory, and I'm somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but it makes sense to me in my brain. Taking your hat off inside. Mm-hmm. You think about hats were used to protect your head from the, mm. from the rain, from the snow, right? Mm-hmm. You walk in a house. You don't want to wear your hat in because it's dripping. Ah, yeah. So you take yeah. your hat off when you go inside, as and it turned into from not wanting to get the the floor all wet and nasty mm-hmm. to a sign of respect. Yeah. When you took your hat off, I might be wrong in that, but that's that's the way I. I mean, that I makes feel like sense. It yeah. Um, so it's funny. I think if if I'm accurate in that, how things evolve, you know, into different things. So yeah. Anyway, and back getting off of that little tangent. Yeah, absolutely. There was a lot of respect given to the building of the church. And I don't think there's anything wrong right. with that. I, I think that it's it's actually a um, it's a good thing to you know, respect the property, respect the respect it as a building because it is a place where we come and we gather together and mm-hmm. uh, and we do church together and that's great, but it's not necessarily a holier place than Somewhere down the street. The Bible says where two or three are gathered, Jesus is there. Exactly. It doesn't matter if it's your house. It doesn't matter if it's outside in your yard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's If two or three are gathered in Jesus' name, there mm-hmm. for him. He's there. It doesn't matter what building it is. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And so the advantage of the church building, though, and why we have them, mm-hmm. pretty important stuff. Because it, it allows us to come together. It gives us a place we can congregate, where we can serve together. <laughs> That's what congregation together. means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. Congregation. Uh, no, it's but, but it is. It's, it's where we can come together in fellowship. Typically, you've got um, probably a kitchen and a dining hall where you can hang out. You've got a sanctuary where you can worship together. We're blessed to have really good technology and yeah. Sunday school rooms. And, now if we only had people that knew how to run it. <laughs> if only if oh only. wait that's us Dang. yeah <laughs> giving ourselves up bill we're gonna get fired from our our volunteer gigs yeah, so. <laughs> but but that but so that's what the church building's about and that's why we have them is because it gives us that place where we can come together and do church and be the church we talked about that a lot in season one mm-hmm. uh when we talked about the the, the church is uh the use the analogy of the ranch uh, the, the family ranch, yeah, the farm, yeah. you know, um, that's somewhere that, you know, when you have a mom and dad who's been on a ranch all their lives and, the, you know, that's kind of winds up where your family gathers for mm-hmm. events and things like that. We used to have that growing up and, and uh, that was the place that we would all congregate yeah. uh, for those kinds of things. So the church is kind of the same thing in my, in my view. Talk to me because I you're the we've we've talked about this before, but I want to go over it again. Talk to me about what you mean by the big C church as opposed to the little C church. Yeah, so the big C versus the little C church is basically the overall the global body of believers versus the little C church of the local body. So um, 
the the big C church that we talk about is like what um, Jesus talks about when he says, Peter, you're the rock that I'm going to build my church on. He's talking about the big C global church. It's not a specific building or a specific group of people other than Christians. Um, the same thing in Ephesians when uh, when Paul says, husbands, love your wives as Christ loves the church. He's talking about the big C global church. So everybody who's a Christian is a part of that. But then you have your local body of believers that you actually do church with, that you fellowship with and do life together. And so when we're advocating, talking about going to church and finding your local church and that kind of stuff, we're talking about the little C local body of believers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like thinking about it that way. That's a good uh, a good way to kind of categorize mm-hmm. both sides of that. Yeah. Um, so, and that's, you know, that's the importance of, of um, making sure we're in church is, is because we are as a whole, as, as, as people who believe in Jesus being our savior, uh, we are the church. So Mm -hmm. it's important to be together as the church so that, you know, um, our pastor said it this week, uh, this weekend, uh, on Sunday, he said, you know, church is a place to show up and get recharged Mm -hmm. for the week, um, to, to, be able to go out and one spread the gospel for Jesus yeah. and and make sure that we are getting the good word out mm-hmm. to the rest of the world, um, but also being there to lift each other up, help each other, yeah. pray for each other. Hey, what's going on in your world? How can mm-hmm. we help? How can mm-hmm. we lift you up? You know, even in my business, we have we have prayer before we have meetings, just mm-hmm. to to be sure that we're checking in with our people and yeah. and that's being the church. COVID has has kind of put a kink in some of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's been probably the hardest part of the aftermath of COVID is how much it's still impacting how we do day-to-day life. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, going to the grocery store, how we do work, so many things being remote and virtual. In fact, I had a meeting last week uh, that they're talking about going, it's a monthly meeting and they're talking about going virtual going forward oh, because no. of the, the new COVID stuff. Wow. And you know, it's one of those things that is at the end of the world. If it happens, no, but you lose the relationships, you lose yeah. the, the interactions. Um, and that's, that's one of the most damaging things that's happened to the church. I think is the, the loss of some of those relationships. Um, you know, thankfully our church has, has grown. And funny thing is it's, the the numbers are coming back and, and church isn't about the numbers so don't hear me say that <laughs> but the the numbers are, are coming back but it's a lot different people than were here before covid it really is um and which is cool to see that we've got more fam some more families coming in and that kind of stuff but but there are a lot of people that have still allowed themselves to use that as a reason to not come back and not be part of it and it's really sad because you're losing that fellowship you're losing that connection yeah and there's not a replacement for it. You know, watching it, watching the live stream on Facebook is not a replacement for coming and doing life together in the same way that even doing a zoom Sunday school where you get to have some conversations and that kind of stuff. It's not the same as being in the room Mm-mm, and you, you can't replace that. You've, you've, you've got to, to have church the way that we're supposed to do it and to be a body of believers, you've got to be together. You have to physically be present. Yeah. It's even hard in business, uh, in the secular world where, mm-hmm. um, my, my company were, we're pretty much virtual. I see my, some of my team, I see two of my team members, uh, weekly, but 
what is it, three of my team members, um, I don't see hardly at all. I see them maybe once a month, maybe once mm. a quarter, if mm. that, because we're all over the state, and yeah. Texas is a big state. Um, right. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we're fortunate that we get to work that way. But it is hard. It's hard to build that team camaraderie that mm-hmm. um, to to feel like you're a part of a team. And we talk yeah. about it often to, because I'm bad about it myself. Mm-hmm. I'm very task-oriented, so <laughs> I'm very bad about making sure that we are – all feeling like a team and I get called out on it and that's okay. I'm glad I do, but <laughs> it helps you be a better leader. Yeah. So that being said, you know, whether you're a Christian or not, there are many, 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 many reasons to be a part of a church. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you are a Christian, there is just a whole support team there of people that can, that can help you in, in so many various ways, mm-hmm. whether that be praying for you, whether mm-hmm. that be even financially, whether that be, um, just being a shoulder or something, yeah. you know, just to be, have somebody to talk to. Yeah. Um, there is, there is a lot of different ones. So what would you say one of the most important things is Matt to, in finding, finding a church? So when you're looking for a church, there are a couple of things you've got to, got to have first and foremost is what do they do with Jesus? Mm-hmm. Got to answer that question. If they, preach or say anything other than Jesus is the son of God. He died, rose again, and that's your path to salvation is your faith in him. Then they're wrong. Um, and I hate to be blunt, but I'm going to be blunt because it is what it is. So I don't hate to be blunt because it is what it is. (laughs) So that that's number one, first and foremost, got to make sure that their beliefs are, are in line. After that, a lot of the differences between churches are stylistic, mm-hmm. right? It's it's the the kind of music, it's a longer sermon versus a shorter sermon. Um, do they have a choir or not? Do they even have music? Um, you know, piano and organ versus a praise band, all all that kind of stuff. It turns into preferential after that. Yeah. And does it have a whole lot of bearing on the uh, benefit of the church? No. The people who are drawn to that church are likely going to have the same feeling about things that you do and Mm -hmm. want, you know, some similar um, preferences and things like that. So you've got some connections already. So Mm -hmm. make sure the big stuff's right. The rest of it's gravy. Whatever, whatever best suits you is good. Yeah. You're going to sit in a sermon for an hour, probably with worship music and everything, maybe an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen some go for two hours, but you know, yeah. <laughs> that's preference. Um, right. So make sure you enjoy it. You, yeah. want, you don't want to be sitting there falling asleep the whole time because exactly. then, then you're not getting anything out of it. So, but then you also want to be a part of a church that you're going to want to really dig in and be a part of and, and want to serve. Um, right. You want to help grow the church. You want to help support the church. That's why Matt and I are in the technology booth all the time. Yeah. Matt works with kids, uh, the the uh, children's programs. Uh, mm-hmm. My wife works with the children's programs. If you're going to do it, don't go and just soak up everything it has to offer. That's right. Yeah, we're we're not meant to just take in. We're meant to pour out as well. Um, so find a place to serve. Find a way to connect at a minimum. I highly, highly encourage you, go find a Sunday school class to be a part of where you get to know people. You know, one of the things that I know I struggled with in my um, early, the the first few years after I got out of college, is I would go to churches and I would sit in the big Sunday service. You know, there'd be, I don't know, 150, 200 people, whatever it was in the service, and um, be there week in, week out. 
but I never really connected with people. I didn't have anybody that if I wasn't there would say, Hey, I miss you today. Mm-hmm. Um, let me tell you, that makes all the difference in the world and whether or not you're there on Sunday and whether or not you make that commitment. Um, well, in the Sunday school class is really where you start building those relationships. Yeah. And, and we've been at our church for what, I think we've been here for three years now, maybe going on four and no closer to three. it's 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 three and and i know that because you guys started right before rachel and i got married oh, so okay all right yeah. so we've been there we've been there about three years and um you know i'm gonna admit there are people in the church that have been there forever mm-hmm. that i still don't know who they are oh yeah um and that we've our church is probably about 150 to 200 people somewhere yeah. around there on average mm-hmm. um the people that I do know well, I've gotten very close to, and we've we've all mm-hmm. become really good friends. We're a church family, literally, yeah. and that's that's the point of having a good Sunday school class where mm-hmm. you're in with like minded people, and mm-hmm. uh, you can you can get to know each other, hang out outside of church, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And that's something else we got to think of. Don't stop being the church when you leave the building. Right. Yeah. Connect Sunday to Mondays is how I like to put it, and I and I've heard I'm stealing that from somebody else. Don't don't give me credit for that, but. <laughs> But connecting Sunday to Monday, right? You've got to take what you learn and what you soak in on Sunday and go be the church outside of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, part of that is, like like you were getting at, is fellowshipping. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with these same people outside of that setting. Invite other people to be a part of it. Um, church isn't full of three-headed, three-eyed monsters, right? <laughs> like, we're normal people. Unless it's me on a bad day. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you get me on low enough sleep. I, I might grow a third head, but yeah, but go be the church outside of outside of the four walls. Um, and how are we going to do that by having relationships that leave the church together yeah. that you have some accountability and you can do life together. And it helps you go week to week, just knowing that when you have issues, you potentially have somebody you can talk to yeah. uh, about things to, uh, kind of sort things out and mm-hmm. uh, get some different perspectives on mm-hmm. um, that may may not be your wife or your husband um, right. that sees you day in and day out and fresh perspective is, is very helpful. So, yeah. um, you know, like we said, it's not all about the building. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it is all about the people um, doing life together and following Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And, and one more thing I'll add to that is as the local body of believers, the, the little C church in being part of the big C church, around the world. There's one thing that should drive all of us together. And that is this mission to talk about the good news of the gospel. And that's, that's the one thing that, that should unite all of us. And so in having those relationships where we're, we're taking it outside of the four walls and in, and connecting Sunday to Monday and, and the weekend and week out and building up that we get to do for each other. It should also be unifying across the different denominations, across the Mm -hmm. different um, groups of Christians, if you will. You know, sometimes different churches, even within the same denomination, if it's a different church, it gets kind of clicky. Yeah. These are my people. Shoot, I've seen that inside of churches. Mm -hmm. Different Sunday school classes can get kind of clicky. And so I'm going to encourage you, if you're you're part of the church, to not allow that to happen, um, to to reach across the lines and, and remember that, you are part of the big C church. You've got the same mission in mind. And that is telling people about Jesus because that's what it's all about. Yeah. I went to a business conference one time and came to realize that probably 90% of the 1500 people in there were Christians. Really? And because the, the 
the the leader of the conference advertises he's a Christian and and mm. and it wasn't a it wasn't a Christian conference it was just a mm -hmm. business conference yeah but the people that followed him knew what he stood for mm -hmm. the people that spoke for him knew what he stood for yeah and they all stood for the same thing the people that worked for him know what he stood for so the feeling that I had going into these conferences knowing that ninety percent of the people there were like-minded mm -hmm. people in many more ways than one was mm -hmm. absolutely amazing. I have, yeah. I have probably never felt more comfortable in a group of people that large in all of my life. Mm. Um, so it, it really does make a difference being around like-minded people. Yeah. And, and remember that as an encouragement too, that, you know, sometimes when we're thinking about, you know, talking about Jesus and, and that kind of stuff, we feel kind of isolated, like, you know, like the people that I work with day in and day out may not feel the same way. And are they going to look at me different if I say something? Chances are you've got a lot more Christians around you than you think. Oh yeah. Um, the, the church is a whole lot bigger than you think. Now that doesn't mean that we need to, that we're exempt from talking about it and all that <laughs> stuff. No, we, we, we got to go do that. But, yeah. but yeah, be open about it. Cause there, there is a big old church out there mm -hmm. that, that we all believe the same things that that same basic belief of what do you do with Jesus? We're all, we're all, we're all on the same page. Yeah. The the details are, uh, the devil's in the details, right? <laughs> Does that work for this assistant? I, I think so. Um, question, question mark? Yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, no, the, the details of, of the, you know, color of the carpet or the type of music. Right. Or things like that. Um, not as big a deal as you might think. But like yeah. we said, enjoy where you're going because you're going to be there for a while. That's right. We hope so anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, once you're in the body, you know commit to it, be a part of it, dive into it. Um, you, you will be glad that you did. Yep. Uh, absolutely. You know, and, and really this, this whole conversation about the church, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about what the church is about, right? We, we, we talked about that a little bit. The global church is all those who have put their faith in Christ. If you've got questions about that, you're wondering what that looks like, how to become a part of the big C church. Um, we've got a verse for you. It's Romans three twenty three and 24 it says for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. They are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Basically what that verse says is look, we've all messed up. We, uh, we've all taken our licks, uh, from life, but we are freely saved by God's grace. If we just put our faith in him, that's all it takes. And so if you've got questions about that, please feel free to reach out to us. Um, our email is info at simplifyjesus.com. We would love to hear from you and talk to you. We can hook you up with a pastor, with resources. Um, but just to simplify it down, cause that's what we do at Simplify Jesus is, that's what it takes to be part of the big C church. Um, and so encourage you to, to, to look at that step, check it out see, see what it's all about. Yeah. Cue the celebration music. It's time for our favorite part of the show. The outside looking inside, looking out. Dun, da, da, da. Um, outside looking in. Let's see. What is my outside looking in perspective today? Um, like I said earlier in the episode, I didn't know what it meant, what the church meant. Hmm. You know, I yeah. said, let's go to church because that's what I always thought it was. Let's go to church. Let's go listen to a boring pastor. <laughs> I don't want to learn about this Jesus guy. Um, what's he got for me? Um, but I was, I was extremely wrong. Hmm. Um, you know, I did not even, I've said this before, I did not even like people before going to church. Hmm. I 
avoided crowds. I avoided um, going into unfamiliar settings. Um, I avoided, um, you know, if I was at a restaurant and I didn't know how the, how it worked, I would leave. Like, mm. I didn't want to. I didn't want to learn something new. Mm. Ridiculous, I know. But <laughs> um, the church has literally Jesus has first, but the church has literally changed my life mm. in nothing but good ways. I hope. Um, but <laughs> I'm nowhere near as introverted as I used to be. I I mm. uh, I crave being around people now. I I want to learn new things. I want to try new things. I want to be hanging out with my friends all the time. Somebody asked us the, this just this weekend, what do we like to do for fun? I like hanging out with my friends. That's yeah. what I like doing for fun. Um, uh, I like um, being in groups of people and, and sharing stories and laughing and, and mm-hmm. just having a good time. So I, I encourage everybody to go look for a church if you don't have one. Yeah, absolutely. So from the inside looking out perspective, Sometimes, uh, as the church, we look at ourselves as, I belong to um, this group of believers, right? I'm the this First Baptist Church, or this First United Methodist, or First Episcopalian, or St. Paul's, or whatever. And there's nothing necessarily you know, terrible about that. Um, but I would encourage all of us as part of the Big C Church to remember that we are all united and and our mission should be the same in spreading the good news of the gospel. And so to get rid of some of those lines, get rid of some of the uh, you know, unintentional probably division uh, that's there. And, and remember that when Christ talked about the church, that when he said that, that he loves the church, when Paul talks about how, you know, how Christ loves the church, that he wasn't talking about your individual body of believers. You're part of that, but he's talking about the global church. He's talking about Christians everywhere who put their faith in him. So, so let that be a unifier. Um, let, you know, let that be a thing that, that draws us together. And finally, one last thing, COVID's been tough. We've been dealing with it for two years now. And there's a lot of people that, that have stopped coming and do the live stream thing and all that stuff. And I'm so glad we have that technology to be able to do that, but nothing is going to replace being in the building, the church building, and being a part of the fellowship that is the church. And so if you haven't made that step to come back and be a part of that, I highly, highly encourage you to do that today. Um, make, make this Sunday your first Sunday back um, and come be a part of it. We miss you. We want you back. Um, and no better time than the present. And that comes from churches all over the world, not just ours. That's right. <laughs> That's going to do it for us today. We thank you all so much for tuning back in to season three and um, we want to invite you to as matt said earlier send us an email questions comments concerns whatever you might have shoot us an email and uh we will do our best to either answer it for you or find someone that can that's if right we can't so otherwise go to our facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash simplify jesus Uh, You can find us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and of course, our website at simplifyjesus.com. Y'all come back now, you hear? (laughs) Thanks for jumping in.